hey, we're still doing takeout because of COVID, because we're overworked, because we don't want to cook. But this is episode three of How to Freshen Up Takeout. Hey, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough. And this is the podcast, Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And we have done this, as Bruce says, three-part series. Add an egg, use better condiments. And we're on part three about how to make takeout better, how to take your DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever service you're using and make it ever so much better, even if you pick up takeout at, I don't know, Whole Foods or Tom Thumb or Kroger or whatever and bring it home in the evening. So here's what we're going to tell you. You may not like this, but you're going to love the results. <laughs> Skip the microwave. Oh, microwave. The microwave is going to ruin that takeout. It really is. It's oh, just going to like. Microwaves ruin everything. Microwave is going to ruin it. So, okay, so what do you do? So you want a pizza. And pizza comes back, you put it in the microwave, and all of a sudden that crust is soggy and the cheese is disgusting. Okay, so let me tell our story. So as you've heard a million times, we live very rurally in New England, and we cannot actually get takeout at our house. These are our recommendations as food professionals and their complete theory for us about takeout. However... Every once in a while, I, Mark, am the writer and Bruce is the chef. And every once in a while, we just decide that Bruce does not need to cook anymore because he cooks all day for work and then he makes dinner for us. So, uh, you know, occasionally we'll say, okay, that's it. Let's take something out. And I will drive mm, 40 minutes to an excellent pizzeria, but Wood still... fired oven. Mm, it's excellent, but it's still 40 minutes down and 40 minutes back for me to get this pizza. And while I'm gone getting the pizzas, what are you doing? As soon as Mark tells me via text the pizza's in the car, I turn on the oven. Now, <laughs> if I really am feeling good about it, I'll put the pizza stone in the oven too. But you don't have to use a pizza stone. You could just preheat your oven. That way, when Mark gets home with the pizzas... The pizzas go in the oven, and they go in the oven for about 15 minutes. They crispen up again. The cheese gets bubbly again. And you know what? We eat our salad while the pizzas are baking. Right. I think that this is really important. If you're going to order a pizza in, turn your oven on. And if you want to go really insane, as Bruce says, put a pizza stone in it. But if you don't want to go really insane then just put a baking sheet in it. That'll get hot too. That'll help the crust get hot. How, mm-hmm. how hot do you heat the oven? I put the oven on 375 and I use convection. And the reason I do that is because we order multiple pizzas so I could put them on multiple trays, on multiple right. racks. If you only have one tray, then you put your pizza in the middle. You could put it on 375 or 400. You want it really hot. And a good idea is to have the tray already in the oven heating with the oven right. so that that tray is hot. So when you put that pizza on it, that crust starts to crispen up right away. Right. And, you know, you have to watch it. This is admittedly true. Um, I will tell you that even as food professionals, we have actually burned a pizza a couple times in the oven because we weren't paying any attention and the dogs were being crazy and we were eating our salad. And I don't know what, I was opening the bottle of wine. And it doesn't bother me because I believe carbon is the best food form on earth. So the burn bits never bother me. But, you know, you do have to watch it. So we're talking five 10 out the outside is 15 minutes in the oven. And here's a tip too. You can ask your pizza restaurant when you order it not to overbake your pizza. Mm. So that way you're going to kind of, you can even say you want it half baked. My mom lives in California and we often send her in pizzas for dinner. And the place she really likes gives you the option when you're ordering in a takeout pizza to have it unbaked, half baked, or well baked. Interesting. And if you order it 
half-baked, it's so much easier to deal with than if you order it unbaked. And that way she can cook it as far as she wants without worrying about overcooking it. Interesting. I mean, you know, again, as I said, I believe carbon is the finest form of food. So I have no issue with asking for my pizza. Well done. I actually... I actually, when I order pizzas, I order them burned. And I tell the, the waiter always, I'm serious, burn it. You know, that's when we're eating in. But <laughs> when we're, eating, we're taking it out and we're going to so, reheat it at home, it's a little different. It is a little different. But I've even ordered them burned and got them home and put them in the oven. And it's still fine by me. But if you're not like I am and you don't like carbon quite as much as I do, then you this idea of an underbaked pizza, you can even tell them. You don't even say half-baked. You can say, I'm going to reheat it at home. Just underbake it slightly. Yep. And reference back to our episode number one, how to freshen up takeout, it was put a fried egg on a pizza. So go back and listen to that episode, see how to do that. And then once that pizza comes out of your oven all reheated, put a fried egg on it. Our second tip, when you order that Reuben, that club, any grilled sandwich, a patty melt, anything like that, make sure you get a skillet out and put it on the stove. Why? Because you want to heat it. You want to crispen that bread up again. If it was a grill, if it was a club, the toast is soggy. Mm-hmm. If it was a Reuben, that grilled bread is soggy. Ugh. If it was a grilled cheese, that grilled bread is soggy. I know the point is you ordered in because you didn't want to cook, but this isn't really cooking. It's just taking that takeout sandwich and making it perfect yeah it's it's we're really talking about putting a non-stick skillet this is not truly cooking don't put anything in the non-stick skillet dry yep put it over medium heat for just a minute or two slip the let's say patty melt or the reuben into it just give it oh, i don't even know a minute a minute and a half aside just enough to over. warm it up and re-crisp yeah. that fried delicious yeah, because if it's a club you don't want to get the lettuce hot so what you're yep. talking about is just the outer surface yep. of the bread yep. and this will be such a better sandwich suddenly it will seem as if wow look at me i'm having you know like decent food in a restaurant and here's an one other option if you're doing like a turkey club now remember if you listen to our episode two, there are no condiments on that. You've asked them to leave the condiments off because you're going to do those yourself. So you could, if you want, take the top pieces of bread off and just pop them in your toaster and just retoast them that way. Then you could. Because there's no condiments. Go back and listen to episode two about how to freshen up takeout and you'll know all about fixing it with condiments. And I think the, the, the th- our third idea is probably a step too far for many people, but I'm, we're going to offer it anyway. And that is when you order in Asian food, particularly Chinese American stir fries, or if you're if you're lucky enough to order from like a real Szechuan restaurant, real legit stir fries, you do this up. You know you can freshen them up in a wok at home. Yeah, I know it sounds like cooking, but you're really just reheating. And yes, you're dirtying a wok, but it's so much better than popping it in the microwave. Oh. And you're not going out. It's so gross. It makes everything. It makes the coatings gross. It it makes the cabbage soggy. A wok will allow you to, or even a big skillet will allow you to heat it back up. Yes, you have to wash that skillet, but you didn't have to chop and cut and buy and measure and do any of that cooking. You're just reheating in a much better way. And so when we're at the reheating, this is now going to be a really step too far, but you set in. Before I get to that, I want to remind everyone to subscribe to Cooking with Bruce and Mark so you don't miss a single episode and rate us and like us. That's really helpful. And check us out on Facebook. We have a group called Cooking with Bruce and Mark where everybody talks and chats and shares recipes and it's a whole lot of fun. Okay, the last tip I was going to talk about, <laughs> get a steamer going. Okay, oh, so this is such a step too far. Which just ahead. means put a, a vegetable steamer basket into a pan with some water 
and just have that boiling. Why? Because let's say you ordered in Asian dumplings. They're cold and they're gummy. Rather than microwave them, Ugh. just give them a few minutes in the steamer. That And it's not just that, right? No, it's not. Even grilled fish, grilled proteins, not fried, but grilled stuff, will be better by literally a minute or mm-hmm. two in a steamer. Just a minute. That's all it takes. You don't have to do anything heroic no. here. No, a grilled piece of salmon and grilled shrimp are not terribly good cold. And they're Ugh. disgusting in the microwave. Ugh. And you're never going to be able to recrisp them the way they were when they came off the grill. But you can make them moist and warm and delicious in a steamer. It's really a fabulous tool. I think that, I think given my proclivities for carbon, you can tell that I am disgusted by anything mushy. Almost anything. Except, I have an exception here, and that is gummy candy, which cannot <laughs> be in my house because I will eat the entire... I don't know, giant tin of gummy cherries down in about five seconds. So that can't be in my house, but beyond gummy candy, I really, mushy stuff is just disgusting. And I. It's all about the crunch. It's all about the crunch. And a steamer just brings things back to life. Now, I realize that steamers and walks are a step too far. Skillets may not be. Toasters are definitely not. And an oven heated up for pizza? No way. And flatbreads? That's easy. You order a flatbread, a lavash from a flatbread company, you bring it home, just pop it in the oven for, oh my gosh, three, four minutes. I want to throw in one that we actually hadn't even talked about beforehand, but an air fryer is also a fabulous tool. If you ordered in a burger and fries and those fries got soggy, Three minutes in an air fryer at 400, and they're not soggy anymore. And I want to say say that, okay, listen, we have written 150 bazillion cookbooks. Well, actually, 37 or whatever, but 150 bazillion cookbooks. And we have had a long career as food writers. And I want to tell you that, yes, in fact, we do buy rotisserie chickens. There's generally a rotisserie chicken from the supermarket in one of the four refrigerators in our house. There's one somewhere. And what do we do with that? I pop it in the air fryer. I cut it in half. I put it in the air fryer yeah. seven minutes, and we have yeah. a hot, fresh, juicy, delicious chicken. Yep. And, you know, I, or maybe I just want a chicken leg for lunch with some really? salad. Bruce will cut the chicken leg off, put it in the air fryer, seven minutes. How, what temperature? I put I, I almost put everything at 400, but I put the chicken in at 400. Okay. At 400? Mm, five, seven minutes. It's back to being crunchy. It's back mm. to being, see, it's all about crunch. Mm-hmm. It's back to being crunchy. It's back, it's back to being delicious. Those rotisserie chickens are unbelievable if you stick them in an air fryer. And you're right. It is the perfect way to get an easy lunch in five minutes that tastes like you made it yourself. Okay. So we have a little bit of bonus content. Bonus content. And, and, you know, we had three episodes, three parts to this. We had the egg part. We had the condiment and garnish part. And now we had skip the microwave part. But this is a little bonus content at the end of the last of our three episodes on how to freshen up. And this is, and this is just so important. I think... Don't eat out of the container. Oh, that's so depressing. Don't do that. Oh, that's so depressing. Don't do that. You don't have to take out the good china, (laughs) but don't eat out of the container. Maybe you do. And don't eat with those plastic forks that Uh, they might put in the bag for you. I know. Take out some silverware and eat like a human being. (laughs) Well. Take human bites. Not too judgmental there. Now, of course, if you're at your desk, of course you have to eat with the plastic silver and all that stuff. But we're talking about dinner at home or maybe even lunch at home. Stuff that you order in at home. You know what? Listen, make it better. 
eat it on a plate. If you if you live in Manhattan, you may even be calling breakfast in. Pour the coffee in a cup and drink it that way. Put a plate, sit down, put here's here's my thing. Put on some music, read a book, enjoy a TV show from the table. Do something that makes it a meal and not just standing in the kitchen shoving takeout in your mouth, which I've done 800,000 times in my life, and it's always depressing. It's very depressing. And you know, it's, it's never depressing when you're doing it, I have to say, at least for me. You know, standing in the kitchen with a takeout container shoving food in my mouth is never depressing when it's happening. What's depressing is five minutes after it's over. And you have this kind of feeling of, oh, that letdown, like, oh, my God, what just happened to me? So make it something so tell the story about your mother well when my mom's uh, late husband died she was really sad and depressed about eating alone she didn't want to eat she didn't want to cook and she had loved to cook so you know we talked to her about how important it was for her to keep her routine going to make herself dinner to open a bottle of wine have a glass of wine she didn't have to drink the whole bottle <laughs> Well. But she can open it and have a glass or two of wine to sit at the table. So now she cooks dinner for herself every night. She makes amazing stuff. She makes, like, you know, squid ink linguine with lobster sauce. <laughs> and she makes soft shell crabs. She's not and, taken out. That's, none of that is taken out. No, except when we send her pizza. She <laughs> likes to cook. But she sends me a picture of her table all set for herself with her placemat and her plate and her linen yep. napkin. She doesn't use paper napkins yep. for herself. It's really nice. So with takeout... Do that, and it'll really feel like you've made something special. I know. And then some people have said, and I know this is a thing, and it was a thing for me, too, when I lived on my own. Some people say that, you know, oh, to set the table and put a placemat down and and silverware and a plate and all, it's more depressing because it reminds you that you really, truly are alone. But honestly, if you make it a thing, if in your head you swap it around and you say, no, I'm doing this to treat myself right. I'm going to put on some music. Maybe tonight I want to, I don't know, I'm making this crap up. Tonight I want to revisit my love of journey <laughs> or sticks or 80s hair bands or you see tonight i want to listen to the first 10 movements of the goldberg variations or you want to listen to the first of the brandenburg concertos or you want to watch on youtube someone perform the brandenburg concertos or you want to watch someone perform some piece of music that you love on youtube or you're into as bruce and i are danish and flemish and finnish and scandinavian murder decapitation series if you want to do any of that do it and make it right get your head in the right spot that this is something you're doing for yourself and also it is the time of covid right now and if you can't socialize with other people and you like to eat with other people Make a lunch date or a dinner date with people and open your computers and have your laptop yep. at the table yep. and eat with a friend. You could even call in the same food from the same restaurant if you live in the same city. Mm. And you can eat the same thing with each other across the table. <laughs> that would be very funny. I mean, Bruce and I, um, we don't eat with other people via Zoom, but both of us have tea with friends during Zoom during the week. It just seems, and we always have, I always have a cup of tea in my hand when I have tea with someone on Zoom. And it just seems like a way to make sure that we are still connected. And that's all very important. And that seems to have gone on a long time with our bonus content of make it important. But it this. is make it important. But, but also still. remember, skip the microwave. Yes. So that's our three-part series, if you've heard them. Three parts on how to freshen up takeout, how to make it better, how to make it something that is special and not just perfunctory. I hope you've listened and enjoyed this. And I hope you'll subscribe and rate this podcast. Yes. And we'll see you next time on Cooking with Bruce and Mark.